We finished Voices of Fire. It wasn't fire. Let's get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. And in case you're new around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Just a couple of notes. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although either of those things could happen. And if they do, we want to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians. But you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Andrea, how's your heart? Yeah, my heart's good. Um, although I did, I did get a bit, a little bit of news today. Okay. I have to have my wisdom teeth out in like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, I swear the doctor, I had my consultation today and the doctor said at least three times, this is why I like to take wisdom teeth out of 15 and 16 year olds. Yeah. Cause once you hit 30 and I was like, sir, go ahead. Say it again. Yeah. Say, say once I'm, you hit 30, say my name. <laughs> Say my name one more time. See what happens. That's <laughs> like, funny. sir, I don't know you. But anyway, so I'm not um, not really looking forward to that. And yeah, so there you have it. I'm, I'm going to end the year. I'm, I'm getting my wisdom teeth out on December 29th. Yeah. Is that not the perfect way to end 2020 or what? That uh, hopefully that ends it, right? <laughs> like that, that factory resets and we get to have something else. <laughs> Um, here's hoping the, uh, I put, uh, I, I was having to write on our family calendar, like, you know, it's the new month. So I'm putting all the days and, you know, the days we're traveling mm-hmm. and all that other jazz. And, uh, Jill's like, can I decorate it? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So she's got, you know, Christmas trees on Christmas day and new year's Eve, that whole thing. Um, which I don't think that we're going to do a, uh, a murder mystery party. I know that was our plan from last year. We yeah. had fun, but I, that ain't happening this mm. year. We'll do it next year. We'll do it next year. Yeah. But totally. uh, she actually put on the calendar uh, for the day that's going to be January 1st, uh, uh-huh. 2021, COVID bye bye year. And I was like, yes. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Speak it into existence. Absolutely. Sister, speak it in. Absolutely. Speak it in. Because, um, <laughs> you know, while while this year has brought us this drop, COVID nineteen, and that's a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, um, right? I, I'm kind of ready for it to be done. If that's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Can I play one more thing for you? Sure. It's another Kenneth Copeland thing. <laughs> yeah, I I think I've seen it, but go ahead. All right, here we go. Because we in have- the name of Jesus. Hey, can I tell you something? That slaps right there. It's kind of a jam. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's really good. It's reminding me of like uh, 
the my, my late nineties, early two thousands days when I was like really mm-hmm. into um, you know, Christian metal type of stuff. Uh, you know, and I was really into Savior Machine, um, which was right. which was fantastic. Um yeah, that listen, that bops right there. <laughs> it's a good listen. <laughs> I'm like I was kind of getting into it, I'm not gonna lie, which I'm slightly embarrassed about. I mean, but, we both we both right. went rock and roll hands immediately, so <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> which is which is totally my vibe, let's be honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was like a uh, Newsies was uh, also dancing around the entire time. <laughs> I love the Newsies. Of course you do. You love the Newsies <laughs> and you love gospel music, which is why I thought Voices of Fire would be a good show. And uh, if you listened to last week, you might have also thought it was a good show and then we finished the show. We should get yeah. to that. We we should get to that. Uh, should, let's do that. You want to do that let's now? Let's do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do that now. So I just want to say that I'm sorry <laughs> to any of our parishioners who listened last week and said, oh, <laughs> this sounds like a great show. Um, Listen, I got a text message about 30 minutes before we started recording from a friend who said, watching Voices of Fire now, thanks for the recommendation with like a, a gif of someone saying, "It's I'm not crying. And I'm like... Because the stories, they'll get you. The stories they'll will get, get you. you. Yeah. Um, you know what they... I didn't... Yeah. You know what they won't get, though, is a good audio engineer. Um, <laughs> he, here's here's the deal. I want, I want to run through this as fast as I can, mm-hmm. and then I want to get to actually some good music. Can we do that? Yeah. Because if you guys don't know, the week this weekend, the weekend that this, this episode drops... Um, Bethesda Music has actually dropped a, a collection of uh, of albums, and the, mm-hmm. the the big one is a Bethesda Christmas, right? And so, I think I say that uh, I say we see if we can do a little advanced copy preview of it, um, and, and then and then we just talk about that. We maybe talk about a Bethesda Christmas and our experience with what that's like, uh, and we kind of go through all of that. And listen to a little bit of the album. That way we can actually have, you know, focus on some good Christmas music right around yeah. now. Is that fine? All right. Yeah. Talk to me about the, the the episode of Voices of Fire called Shaking the Tree. Shaking the Tree. They made this big deal about this is going to be a 75 voice choir, 25 yeah. for each section, yeah. soprano, alto, tenor. And then he makes this announcement. They get down to their 75. Then he makes this announcement that they were going to shake the tree. There might be another cut. Okay. So what was your thought that the end result was going to be? Well, maybe I, a tight I, 60, right? Like we're going to cut five. From yeah, maybe, section, maybe, Or maybe they had, I thought maybe they had some, uh, what's the word? Ringers that they were going to bring in, Got you it. know? Got it. Like maybe they were getting rid of some of the ones that auditioned. To bring in these ringers that they already had, which if they did, um, their ringers weren't very good either. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so, how many people shaking got the cut? Tree. I only saw two. Two, two. Yeah, they shook two that people. tree. They shook that tree. And neither one. I, they were. I didn't. I don't even remember either one of the ones that got cut. I don't remember their auditions. So obviously they needed to be cut, but there were some others that probably should have gone as well. Um, name some of them, please. Name some that should have gone. Uh-huh. Yes. 
Um, Alana should Alana, have gone. Listen, we talked about Alana last week. Um, she's yeah. the one with only one ear that has 50% of my hearing. Um, and a hundred percent of her own hearing. Yeah. That's how, that's how math. She works. has 50% of normal hearing. I don't know why this is so hard for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's cause I'm just trying to be a jerk. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she listen, yeah. she she needed she needed to go. Like she needed to go. I, I understand, like, oh, she's a fifteen year old. We should like keep her around. Listen, age they didn't keep her around because she's fifteen. Why do they keep her around? Because she, she has one ear. Oh, that's fair. Um She's got a she's got a story. She's got a something that's compelling. Well, apparently one of the twins thought so too, because they were all holding hands. <laughs> Listen, if that is not teenagers at summer camp, uh-huh. I saw that and I thought, oh my gosh, they get into relationships so fast. I'm like, you literally just met him. Yeah. You just met her. How? How are you already holding hands? But that's what teenagers do. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> awesome, right? It's just so predictable. Yeah. Which also the twin should have been cut, by the way. Oh, the twin should have been cut for sure. Uh, Get him out. Listen, two people, one voice. You know what that sounds like? Uh, extra head count. That's what that sounds like. Um, also, one of my pet peeves. One of my pet peeves. Because I watch all of my shows with closed captioning. Yes. So it had their them singing. And then it says harmonizing they were not harmonizing they were still singing in unison yeah yeah get it and that is one of my pet beefs get it right close captioning um (sighs) you know there's an old wrestling adage right that uh tag teams are two people that get paid the the salary of one so um (laughs) you know yeah not always necessarily the best um you know the the native american girl that it looks whiter than me I'm just saying, like... She was adopted. So she was adopted by a Native American family? Yes. Okay. Adopted I I into that. a tribe. Okay. Okay. Well, well, there's that. Um, I, Did you watch the show? <clears throat> I might be trying to forget most of the, the last three episodes. Um, <laughs> and by the way, that's a fair enough question. I'm just saying. I've been busy. Um... She was kind of giving me a charity gale type of vibe. Yeah, I I actually I actually kind of liked her. Yeah. I liked her vibe and I I liked her voice. She's she's not a gospel singer. Yeah. No. No, and that's okay. Which is fine. That's okay. I, I'm not a gospel singer either. So well, I don't have a problem with that, but she she stood out in that group because she couldn't do which some of the others couldn't do it either. But anyway. Yeah. Well, one of the other persons that, that is not a uh, gospel singer, but was part of the choir was Marcus. Marcus is the one that had the, um, he uh, had the, uh, it's not a traumatic brain injury. He broke his neck on a bathtub mm-hmm. and, and, and has had, had issues ever since. Um, great singer. I, I'm a fan of, of his vibe. Yeah. But I, I also really liked his voice. Totally feel his pain. Of sopranos, altos, tenors, and he's like, well, "When are you going to call the bases?" Because <laughs> that's what, I, you know, I. It's been a while since we've been in a choir room together. 
Mm-hmm. But I know the looks that I get when I'm squeaking, when I'm squawking, and when I'm screaming to try to reach those notes. I understand. <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah. Me and my buddy Ryan, who sits right next to me, we're both kind of in the same boat. And uh, mm-hmm. and and his wife Carrie likes to likes to always laugh at us for see, like we're we're always like trying to outsing the other person, and it's just it's mm-hmm. just a lot. It's a lot of volume. We get it. Yeah, we get it. It's it's okay, you but I, it. I felt Marcus's pain. I was a I was a fan of his story. I was a fan of you know what he did, so I, I was good with Marcus. Uh, Alana, not so much. I was ready for Alana mm-hmm. to go early, early to on. Go. Um, yeah, I thought it was so funny that there was a guy named uh, Jordan. Was that yeah. his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan, who came and gave like a vocal lesson to Marcus, and and amazing. Yeah, but Jordan almost got cut, and he should have gotten cut. Well, he should have got cut, but that, that's one of those if uh, those who can't do teach situations, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, he he pulled some stuff out of Marcus, and I was happy about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was I was good with that. Um, and that's pretty much takes us to the end of shaking the tree. There's other people who are like, you don't know the words, and that's right. You know, some of them are old enough songs. You should definitely know the words. You know, yeah. like if you're singing a mighty fitness is our God, you know, cause you don't know the word is fortress. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like if you think that God's on a Peloton bike because you misunderstood, <laughs> that's probably not, not where you need to be. Um, episode five talks about solos. There's a lot of solos. Listen, here's my thing here. Yeah. Here is my thing with this show. I was sitting there watching and I was going, okay. I get that you have to audition all of them for solos and he's calling them up and some of them are surprised, but I wanted to say, show me that you can just sing the song before you make it gospel. If you can't even sing it, just sing it, just sing the melody. You say that, but then like Jordan was singing the melody showing, I know the song. And then they came back and they were like, show me something. Like you didn't sing every note on the scale. So obviously you're not very good at this. And that's something that is, I I don't know. I think that people uh, appreciate the vocal acrobats, but they don't appreciate like just good, solid skill. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess so. So but I'm like, if you're not even doing the vocal acrobats very well, a lot of them weren't, they were not, they were, they were terrible. I didn't want to listen. I was making, cringe face a lot in in episode five or yeah whatever episode it was with the solo yeah. auditions that's five yeah it was it was uh it was pretty challenging and also pretty uncomfortable you ever called on the spot like mm-hmm. here, here's the thing like i'm we talked about last week i like being an ensemble singer i'm good with that if you mm-hmm. don't want me to do any step outs i'm fine with that forever right um but then to put somebody on the spot and then for them to do the fake, oh, me, oh, I'm so, hold on, let me cover this. Oh, I'm so nervous. Oh, oh, okay. Amazing. Just calm down. Sing the four notes and be done. Like, just, just be done. Um. And then we're, we'll just we'll just skip on straight to episode six. That's the debut concert. Um, and can I tell you my biggest uh, two huge takeaways from this? 
one. Yes. Denim shirts and white pants is a good look for an ensemble. <laughs> I when when I first saw him like getting dressed, I'm going, why are they wearing a Canadian tuxedo? Like at, you know, yeah, with the denim shirt. But then I thought, yeah, I it actually pulled together quite nicely. I, I was I liked I liked I, the look. I think anytime a, a group of people wears anything that's similar, it's got mm-hmm. a sharp look to it. Can I tell you the other thing that stood out to me? about about this episode mm-hmm. it's um it's all the applause breaks that didn't happen i lift my hands i praise you Lord. canned canned applause right there i bow my head i <laughs> That's from your board. Yeah, that's from my board. <laughs> but they might as well be. I mean, was the first one from your board? No, the first one was not from my board. Neither is that one. Well, it's just it's all the, the can. It sounds the exact same. Yes, it's the same drop. Go ahead, Andre. Give me, give me just a little something. Just sing a little something. It doesn't matter what it is. I lift my hands. <laughs> That's what it was. That's why it didn't throw him off any, because he couldn't yeah. actually hear it in the room. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was added post-production. And do you know why it was added post-production? Because why? the sound in the room was absolute <laughs> garbage. It was. I mean. Terrible. This is a Lawnmower Man. I mean, it literally sounds like the the audio is from an iPhone in the back of the room. You have Pharrell Williams looking around like, man, that's good. That's good. There's no way that he thinks that what we just heard sounded good. This is a producer. He doesn't think that that sounds good. You didn't let Pharrell like mix your sound at the end of all this. You didn't, first of all, you didn't multi-track record this and then like actually make it sound good. You put an iPhone 4 in the back and pushed record? <laughs> what are you doing? It, I, it was bad. It, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. But And not just, the, not just the audio quality, but I'm sitting there going, whoever this guy Patrick is who's supposed to be pulling this voice from this choir, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to get a choir to sing. They sounded, they didn't sound good. Well, they might have sounded good. You don't know because you couldn't hear what they, do you, this is what I texted you, okay? Mm -hmm. Episode six is an auditory disaster. Those are the, (laughs) those are the six words that I, that I, that I sent to you. Mm -hmm. Episode six is an auditory disaster. It, it just sounds real, real bad. And it bothers me because the first three episodes, you guys, especially if you listened to last week's episode, you know how much we loved it. We were all in. 
and then yeah. and then like it just stumbled coming across the finish line yeah um in in just a bad way so they they did not i kind of got the feeling when i saw pharrell show up in in episode six in shorts and a sweatshirt yeah i went oh someone's not taking this serious um, well, I mean, did you expect Pharrell to wear a denim shirt and white pants? No, I didn't. But it, if this was supposed to be a perform, a debut performance of this choir yeah. and they've all, they're all dressed up and I know denim, denim shirts and, and white pants, but they're, they're all dressed the same. Everyone else that's involved is, is dressed nicely and he shows up in shorts and a sweatshirt. Okay, I just want to say, when you reach Pharrell status, you get to wear like a Canadian Mountie hat, and nobody says anything about it. You know what I'm saying? So I like, no, I just it just felt like it felt like he he was just a figurehead. He was well, just, he's just funding this. That's all he's doing. I mean, I get that, but I don't know. After reading ready player two this week and uh the the fifth shard was all about prince and you would i I laughed most of the way through it because i was like are you sure that's not michael jackson um the the entire it's fun (laughs) um but uh you you hear like all the different crazy things that prince wore and he gets away with it because he's prince pharrell i think is kind of like that like he can kind of get away with wearing um you know shower shoes and gym shorts and a sweatshirt to a choir concert (laughs) I guess. I guess so. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm can. reading too much into it. But also, he didn't. He definitely wasn't taking it seriously. <laughs> that's no. That's he also just, true. He was. He was just funding it. I, that's what I realized. He was just. He's putting his name and his money behind it for his uncle's sake, and yeah. That's right. about it. Well, then let's let's wrap up this review real quick, and then we'll move on to some good stuff. Um, Andre, how many times did you fall asleep watching the last three episodes? Uh, none. I actually, yeah. I I watched them all. Yeah. Yeah. Zero Andrea sleeps. It's, it was an hour and a half altogether. Mm-hmm. Fine. Yeah. Um, would they're, you they're show quick this, episodes. Would you show this to your parents? I, I wouldn't have any issue with showing it to my parents, but I don't think either one of them would care for it at all. Yeah. So probably would not That's make fair. them sit down and watch it with me. <laughs> would, you, would you play it with your kids? For I mean, your kids? I wouldn't mind it being on in the background at some point. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, but also I would, I, I kind of want them to know that music is better than that, you yeah. know? And that, uh, while you can fix a lot of things in post, maybe the best way to do it isn't just try to convince everybody how good <laughs> things are. Yeah, guys, I've got sound effects too. That's what I'm saying. That. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's that's the appropriate one that, for <laughs> episode right. six. So it's the Christmas season. Yes. How, did you like that for the transition? It was just so this is the transition. <laughs> it's the Christmas season. Yes. Oh, no, you're frozen Actually, on my end. <laughs> oh, what? Can you? Am I moving? Yeah. No, you're fine now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? It's because I'm not even on Wi-Fi right now. That's that's huh. what happens when uh, you travel. Sometimes you forget to put your stuff on Wi-Fi. Okay, I'm on Wi-Fi now. 
hopefully that fixes it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> that was riveting radio. <laughs> Glad you guys stuck around for that, huh? Glad you're still with us. Well, um, I'm surprised. I'm surprised anybody came back if they went. Yeah, I'm, we're not. We're not talking about voices of fire anymore. We're not. No, doing we're it. done. We've we've we're moved done. past it. Um, but we've it is the Christmas it. season, right? It is. It is. I before we get into what I think is going to be the the fun part of our episode today. Yeah. Can I read to you this headline <laughs> that I saw that made me laugh? Yes. It's, yes, you can. You said, have my permission. It's, it's about Christmas. It says, okay. uh, Kurt Russell has compared his new Santa Claus movie to the Passion of the Christ. No. Is this Christmas Chronicles 2? Yes. So, <laughs> so Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn yeah. uh, both star in the Christmas Chronicles, which is on Netflix. And they play a married, they play Santa and Mrs. Claus. Sure in the movie and so so i guess in a in an interview uh not too long ago kurt russell said this is what he says he says it's not to be taken lightly i'll never forget when i saw the passion of the christ and went mel discovered something that nobody figured out for all this time we've been making movies If you do anything that's historical, especially the Bible, and you do it in an original language, it gives it a sense of authenticity. And when I saw that and I read this script, I thought Elvish will give this a sense of authenticity. So so did he learn (laughs) Tolkien's Elvish language? Well, the, the elves in the Christmas Chronicles speak a fake Yulish Elvish language, which to Russell is sort of like how Gibson's actors spoke aramaic in the passion of the christ yeah yeah a made-up language versus a historical one absolutely listen oh dude listen <laughs> i watched this movie called parasite and did you know that whole thing was in <laughs> dude what did oh you just God. say <laughs> what uh, kurt russell what are you doing he's drunk um <laughs> anyway that that cracked me up so much i'm like Honestly, uh, it's not the same. It it's not the same. So anyway, hey, should I take out the word? <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. You should probably bleep. That. All right, I'll I'll bleep out the word. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Although that's probably that's probably what he said. <laughs> that's probably what he said. And if you guys can't pick it up through the bleeps, that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, so anyway, there you go. Watch the Christmas Chronicles two. It's going to be just like watching the Passion of the Christ because they speak Elvish, and in the Passion they speak Aramaic. So there yeah. you there you yeah. go. Same 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 six six and one half a dozen of the other. Same thing. Same thing. You know, on my um, nope. I'm not going to tell that story. I'd have to edit it out later. So. <laughs> Um, I remember a year ago this week, we were trying to, (laughs) we were trying to get a podcast together. It was so new to us. We were trying to get Mm -hmm. everything. And, um, and I remember taking my computer and taking it up to the church and working on getting the show edited in between, um, rehearsals because the first week of December 
historically is the huge Christmas concert at Bethesda, yes. a Bethesda Christmas. And it's always a huge production. It has been for 40 years. And this year, it just did not make sense to do it. Like, right. Yeah, there's well, just no way. Yeah, and, and there was no way really to justify the cost. It, it is it is expensive to do. Um, and so... The, and it's it's a big community event. I mean, we would have yeah. we do it over two two nights. the The place would be packed. We brought in horns and strings, and we'd have people packed in the choir loft together. And you just can't do that in yeah, you know, pandemic times. And so, well, and also, the church, when would we practice? We start we start rehearsal for it in August. Yes, we start listening to Christmas music in August. Yeah, and um, you know when I started listening to Christmas music this year. The first week in November. Oh my goodness. M- me too. It was great. I was ready for <laughs> Christmas music and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to enjoy the Christmas season. Like I wanted to jump in. I know people put up their, their Christmas trees in July this year. They're just like, screw it. Let's do it. I'm done. That's what, I'm done. That's what um, but, uh, but yeah, so they said, well, we can't bring everybody to a Bethesda Christmas so mm-hmm. let's get a Bethesda Christmas out to everyone else. Right. And um, the church went through, and the leadership of the church went through a long and arduous and painful task <laughs> to get 10 tracks recorded and sent out to people. Yeah. Um, it, if, you, if you don't have it already, it's available today. You should get yes. it. Yeah. It is available. It, it actually became available on Friday. And you can find it on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, all of the normal music places. That yeah. is where it is. But at the time of this recording, yes, we got a super secret advanced copy. We did. We did. And this only happened because, um, because we wanted to be able to review it on the show for people. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like trapped between a rock and a hard place because I I want to do our normal review of ups, downs, goods, <laughs> bads, all that other stuff, but I'm so emotionally tied to this record that I don't know that I can. Is that is that fair? Um absolutely. So absolutely if you're if you're looking for our snarky cynicism, you can rewind like 15 <laughs> minutes and listen to, voices to the beginning of, fire of the and <laughs> Ah, uh, that's the B. That's that's the wrong drop. I've got more drops. There we go. Um, that whole thing, right? So, right. Uh, what I want to do is I kind of want to go through these songs. Um, most of these songs are songs that we've done as as a group. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are not. Some of them are kind of new. Uh, and I would, I just want to talk about them. Is that? Let's do it. Is that? Let's fair? listen to them and listen to a little bit and talk about them. Okay. Um, let's, let's get it started here. All right. Listen, if you're not in the Christmas season yet, you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. (laughs) This already be there. This is a great start to this record. Um, because it tells you right from the beginning Hey, this is what you're in for. Yeah. Um, there, there is a going to. There's going to be kind of a big ensemble feel when it comes to the music, to to the instrumentalists especially, 
And uh, and it's also you're going to feel some gospel in this as well. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be yeah. the standard. This isn't just th- this isn't something that you're going to play outside of someone's house and try to sing along with to do caroling. <laughs> you know, right? No, not at all. All right. Tell me your thoughts here. Well, I I love this song. So, a lo- first of all, a lot of these are arranged by Brent and Gerard and Javon. Yeah. They, so, I mean, I don't know how much you guys listen, listening know about recording music, but there there's a lot that goes into it, and there's a lot of money. I mean, if you want to record someone's arrangement, you have to pay them. Yeah. You can't just record a song and sell it. That's that is stealing someone's someone's song. So they got rights to record the songs, but they they made their own arrangements. And so I think this is a Gerard arrangement, if you couldn't tell, if you're familiar with him yeah. at all. And um I think it's a great song to start with. It's familiar sounding enough like you recognize it immediately and like you said it just gets you in the christmas spirit yeah. first thing so. yeah it's 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 great um i'm i'm a fan of uh i'm a fan of Gerard and javon's arrangements you know a lot of what they've done especially with like popular worship music is that they'll take the themes that are in that music and then reimagine them into something else. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like pays enough respect to joy to the world uh, without having yeah. it being stale. It's, it's a new fresh thing and, and right. I like it. I, I really do. Yeah, me too. All right. So the next track on here is, uh, goes directly from joy to the world to Mary. Did you know? Yes. baby boy would one day walk on all right i'm going to i'm going to pull this out real quick because this is something that like um i'm really hoping that the leadership that's actually like listening never actually hears this you know what i'm saying like this podcast <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah um Brent Brunson has such a pure voice and his control is unbelievable. Um, it's almost times, sickening actually. Yeah. There are times when I've just been like, I'll, I'll be in the same room, listening to him and be like, that's, that's gross. Like <laughs> the fact that you have that is, is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. There's other times when I'm like, I've, I've, I've come up to him and been like, you're good at what you do as, as a worship pastor. You're good at what uh-huh. you do as a pastor. And then there's other times I'm like, uh, Hey, um, Mrs. Brunson, are you like blown away by that every day? I'm used to it. That's it. Yeah. He does that around the house. Like, it's just how he sounds. Um, can I, can I jump to a little bit of just him murdering? Yes. Yeah.
I guarantee that was one take. <laughs> Here's the thing, you guys. It, this song has not has admittedly not been a favorite of mine in the past. It it just hasn't. It's it Mark Lowry wrote it, he sings it and he he's fine, he's great, but it's just not been a favorite of mine until a few years ago, the first time that Brent sang this at a yeah. Bethesda Christmas. It was probably what, 4 or 5 years ago maybe. Uh-huh. The first time when he hit that note and then it cut and you could have heard a pin drop in yep. a in a sanctuary with 900 people when that note cut off you could have heard a pin drop and i'm telling you there wasn't a dry eye in the house there wasn't nobody was breathing and even now when i listen to it i am transported back to that moment see that is not the moment that i'm transported back to i am transported back to a christmas eve where he sang it okay and um, he got off the stage and I texted him, you just sang the crap out of that song. <laughs> and and it, yeah, I mean, it was it was the best he had ever done it, um, mm-hmm. you know, but again, just just phenomenal. Um, yeah. So good. The next track is He's Here. Yeah, guys, here. Here's the thing. If you don't know this song. I'm sorry. Like you should. Yeah, this is a, a Eddie James. Eddie James, of course. It's got twenty thousand words in it, so it's um, Eddie James. Yeah, and, that's how he writes. <laughs> and 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 the rhythms are all weird and everything else like that. Yes, but um, and you got to get like fifteen words into ten seconds of yeah music. This is the song that you're going to throw up your rock fist on. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. This is the one especially on this record that's most like a trans-siberian type of feel yeah All right, that's that's enough so of good. a taste. We got we got to back Ugh. up a little bit. Um, now you've Absolutely. been on the ensemble that's done this before, correct? Yes. Yeah. Several several times. Hey, Andre, are you on this record? Well, I'm not on this song. No, but like I in am, general, are you on this record? I, there is one song that I'm on. Okay, I think then I think I know I think I know mm-hmm. which one it is. Um, I know which one you wanted it to be. This one. No, okay. this no, this is not the oh. song. If you could have picked one song to to be on, <laughs> I know which one it is. It's coming up next, but um, okay. Yeah, but you're not wrong. Yeah, I know. I know that I'm not wrong. <laughs> um. I've never been on the ensemble for this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always jealous. Julie is. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, like she'll be walking around the house practicing and I'm just, mm. I'm just full on anger face. And she's like, what? You don't get to have, all- I get it. I get it. You, you deserve to be on it. You got, <laughs> you got these notes. Like it's nothing, you know? I mean, um, so, so yeah, that's, that is one of my favorite songs. Now, of course, yeah. if you could have 
been, if you could have been on any song in this record, it would have been singing the solo. I love this song, you guys. I am waiting in a When I saw that Breath of Heaven was a song on the on the track list, I was like, mm-hmm. I so hope that they got Andrea to sing it for just for nope. Andrea. <laughs> no. Nope. No. Sure didn't. Nah. Sure didn't. But I'm not bitter. It's fine. I'm tired of it. I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> it, y'all, it's just ridiculous. This is another Gerard arrangement. Oh, the harmonies pa- are so tight. Pause. Our closed caption right there should say harmonizing. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, yeah, this, yeah, that, that, that's is harmonizing. harmonizing. Yes just in case you weren't sure. Um, the harmonies are so tight on this. Yeah. And so we haven't talked yet about the musicians. The musicians that are playing on this album are musicians that have played at our church Correct. or are currently playing at our church. Jamar Jones on keys, um, uh, Noel Johnston on acoustic and electric guitar, just absolutely murdering it. Uh, LeKendrick on bass, um, is Steve playing drums? Steve Williams. Steve is on drums. We've got Arthur Dyer, oh. who is going to show up here in a little bit. Yes, who he is. is singing, and he plays on that track. Yeah, but on this particular track, um, now now Brent did fly to Nashville and and record strings. Yes, we didn't record strings here, but on this particular track, it is Quinnell. Oh, let me tell you keys. something. <clears throat> I want you guys to listen to this record, like to this song. Listen to the piano chords and just try to figure it out. <laughs> try it. Good luck. Yeah. Quinnell's got eight hands when he plays. He does. He hits every key on the piano every time he plays the song. Well, um, all right. So... I, I do have a couple of critiques. Okay. Can, can, can we can we give a couple of critiques? Yeah. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you don't want to hear critiques, fast forward about 30 seconds. You're fine. Um, <laughs> one is about Mary Did You Know, and it's about the okay. song itself. Yes, she did. That's there. Okay. So that, that one's done. I think we've had this conversation before. <laughs> it, Mary, did you know? Somebody needs to sing back. Yes, you freaking did. Like, it's just the way that it goes. Okay. It's called a rhetorical question. Fair enough, I suppose. But it's a dumb question. It's like, (laughs) oh, is that shirt red? No, that shirt isn't red. Yes, that shirt's red. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm wearing my Christmas pajamas. So, yes, it is red. (laughs) Awesome. Um, I was not prepared to hear a male voice on Breath of Heaven at all. No. Is I I'm just I just want to be honest. You are not alone. Um I I wasn't thrilled when it happened. It it kind of caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but how could you be mad at this? <laughs> Listen, I I felt the same way. Yeah, okay. Okay. Because you know this 
this is a song that I love. I We discussed this last year in our Christmas Carol Cage match, which is coming up again, by the way. Yes, it is. Um, I love this song. When I first heard it, I said, uh, hold on. This is Mary's, this is Breath of Heaven, parentheses, Mary's Mar- song. Yeah. This is Mary singing. Right. So who's the dude? Like, yeah. I knew who it was, but who's the dude? Yeah. You know, so, and I'll be perfectly honest. I can't be mad at the uh, harmonies in the chorus. I'm still on the fence about the verses. You know, I, and personally. Okay, that, 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 that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think that it was a bold choice. I feel like it was a deliberate decision that was made. And I'm not mad at it. I'm, no. I'm not mad at it. It's going to break tradition. So it just is. be prepared when you hear male vocals. It was it was on, on purpose. And just yeah. just enjoy it. It wasn't an accident. Just no. Just enjoy well, it, and then really really enjoy the chorus when they yes. come in together. And that ending also <laughs> legit. Um, yeah. And speaking of uh, people who are making decisions on purpose, can we talk about Okomo Come Emmanuel? Yeah. So this is Christy Major Davis, and uh, she is a classically trained uh, opera soprano, Mm -hmm. if you couldn't tell. (laughs) In case you were wondering. And I get the privilege of calling her my friend. Absolutely. She is fantastic. This is Brent on keys. Is it? Yeah. Okay. So... In case you were wondering if Brent could just sing, he can't just sing. He can also play piano like a boss. Yeah. Um, so this yeah. is my favorite Christmas song. Is it okay? It 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 is. There is something about the the idea of asking God with us to come mm-hmm. and pay the ransom for right. his captive children. That is. It points to for me. It points the um, the point of of Christmas past the manger to the cross, mm-hmm. and it does it in a way where you don't know why you're so stirred. And it's because to me, this is the story. This paints the picture of the redemptive power of the cross, and um, mm-hmm. it's been my favorite since I was in in youth group. Believe it or not, yeah. Like I just, I've just always, always yeah. loved. It's uh, one of song. my favorites too. So yeah. I'm I'm up there with you. It's I think it's beautiful. Christy does a fantastic job on it. Sings a little bit in Spanish, which is always fun. You get about halfway through the the next verse and you're going, "Wait. I don't know if I understand what she's saying." Yeah. <laughs> is it Spanish or is it Italian? It's Spanish. Is it? Mhm. I trust you. You That's know what... way more about this than I do. <laughs> so, all right. So I feel like we're, we're halfway through the tracks, right? That's the first five tracks. Mm-hmm. I would like to just kind of pause right now and maybe tell one or two stories about, uh, about the Christmas production, right? Okay. 
Um, I have had the privilege of uh, being on some sort of worship team uh, every year that uh, that I've been a part of the Christmas production. Mm-hmm. Um, what that typically means is that I cannot stand in the choir loft. And because I am freakishly tall and bear a striking resemblance to Sasquatch, it also means like I have to like <laughs> not stand in the choir. So I usually end up like standing on steps or somewhere. Right. I spend like, don't tell anybody. Uh, I spend at 70 to 80% of the time of the Christmas production, like in the hallway. Yeah. Because there's not a chair for me in the choir loft and I'm having mm-hmm. to stand. And then if I stand, if I sit on the stairs, people are trying to move around me and I'm again, let's go right back to the fact that I'm large. It just doesn't work, you know? So I'm usually just kind of chilling out in the hallway. Um, yeah. Whenever I can be there. Also, here's another little thing that happens every year at Christmas time. One of the Johnsons is sick. One of the four of us is sick. Mm -hmm. And it's always like, oh, who's going to miss the Christmas production to take care of the kids? Or, you know, oh, you have laryngitis? Grab a microphone. Like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's always, it's always a lot of fun. What, what's the, uh, what what's the experience like for you? Because you have a completely different experience, don't you? Well, it so this would have been my sixteenth year to sing in a Bethesda Christmas. Uh, my first my first year was two thousand four. I had just moved back to Texas, and in fact, I sang in a Bethesda Christmas concert, and then I started working at Bethesda the following Monday. Oh wow! That that was the the way the time worked that year. Um, I have not sung on a worship team. I I did not sing on a worship team uh, the first few years. I was probably first couple of years. I was very much just in the choir. I was new. I was around, uh, you know, singing under uh, Pastor Dan. And it was, it was different. And then the last uh, six years, no, last eight years or so, I was actually working for the music department. So my experience was then very different. Yeah. <laughs> because not only was I singing, but then I was also responsible for certain things. And um, that's all the time that I, that we've been there. Like we've only been there mm-hmm. eight years. And so what I know of you at uh, at uh, <laughs> at Christmas time <laughs> is uh, usually a clipboard. And at some point, you're fanning yourself with that clipboard yes. because you're having to run, run stairs because I've or do something like that. Just been upstairs, and then I had to run back downstairs, and then I had to go find the kids' choir, and then I had to it's go. It's time for Andrea solo. Where's Andrea? She's and then upstairs. I and then I run up on stage, and I'm out of breath, and I have to go sing "Go Tell It on the Mountain." Yeah, which is. Um, an interesting arrangement and you have to have a lot of air to sing that. And yeah. typically I don't have any enough air to sing that in rehearsal. It's better once the night of the performance arrives. Hey, can um, I, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to ask if I could pause to go get some water. You can keep yeah. talking, but I won't be able to respond. <laughs> no, <laughs> just go. I've got my little, um, hotel cooler that I bring in with me so I don't have to touch the hotel's stuff. Very smart. Well, I I think that, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe at this point, uh, I mean, do you have any funny stories? Are we allowed to tell the story about the effing pearls? 
we can't say any names, but I guess we can tell the story. Hey, Andrea, yes, we can. We can say all the names that we want to, and I will bleep them out. <laughs> okay. But let me let me tell a different story first. Okay. <laughs> so the my very first year that I was working for the music department. Yeah. I was supposed to call someone, I don't even remember who it was that I was supposed to call and tell them that we needed to disable the the smoke the fire alarms. Yeah. Because we use haze for the lighting (laughs) and we always have it in our rehearsal yeah so this was uh this was saturday this was before we started doing the friday night rehearsals again so this was saturday morning and we have a building full of people we have choir we have orchestra we have strings we have all of the kids of those people so we have Mm -hmm. We have childcare workers, we have tech team, we have worship team, we have stagehands. I'm telling you, we have kids choir. It is hundreds of people rehearsing. And I forgot to have the, the fire alarms turned off. They turn that haze on in the sanctuary and it breaks the line. So there's like a, a thing and it breaks the line. So the fire alarm thinks that the building's on fire and the, the alarms go off. And it's just utter chaos. Uh-huh. I mean, chaos. Kids department's trying to get all the kids outside because they don't know that the f- building's not on fire. They just know that the alarms are going off. I go, so you know th- that where the choir robes are stored? Yeah, yeah. And those cabinets. I go back there and I just lean against the cabinets and I am just sobbing. Because it is so much for me to handle at this point. And I'm like, I've ruined everything. And everything is just falling apart. And I just can't get my life together. It was so dramatic. It was fine. Everything was fine. We had a great wait, 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 performance is that the that end night. of that story? <laughs> That's it. Like, I, I, pulled my, I pulled myself together. We get everybody back in the building. We continue on with our rehearsal. And everything is fine. And I don't know if anyone knew that I had a breakdown. I had a complete and total breakdown. Oh, man. So anyway, that was fun because... I'm still waiting for the funny story part of it because (laughs) now I just feel bad for my friend. It's very similar to the night you made me cry. (laughs) You guys remember that time when Andrea sobbed like a baby? (laughs) it was i think it's funny now i mean at the time obviously i didn't but a few years ago i thought it a few years like in the past i'm like it's funny it's funny that i am just hiding from everybody and not trying to help not trying to find a solution i'm just standing in the choir cabinet choir robe cabinets crying i like it (laughs) so anyway hey guess what i never forgot to turn those fire alarms off ever again well, that doesn't keep them from going off, but I mean, at least those, uh, <laughs> yeah, still. But I did my part and you did told your part. them that's exactly right. that they need to be turned off. That's so. good. And then, yeah, so there was one other story. I mean, should we tell the F and Pearl story? I, I kind of think that it's an okay story to tell. It's been several years. Um, we, we, I, I wasn't there, right? Were, were you there? 
Oh, yes, or- I was there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one of one of the challenging things that is challenging for any uh, anybody putting on a production is getting people to be dressed the same. You can't just tell everybody get some white pants and a denim shirt and have it work out all the time. Just doesn't especially, always work. Especially with um, with guys, it's pretty easy. Wear a tuxedo. But then you right. think, well, there's different kinds of tuxedos. Can we wear a cummerbund or a vest? Like, what do we have to wear? And then for big guys like me that might have a little bit of a belly, we don't like wearing cummerbunds because then all of a sudden that cummerbund turns into like a belt and like it rolls in, like it, it just rolls, rolls up. Yeah, it roll it, <laughs> it rolls about to the size of something manageable for Snoop Dogg. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's very thin. And... um <laughs> And then for for the ladies, it used to be this is the outfit that we're wearing. Everybody buy this outfit, but then that mm-hmm. becomes you know financially hard for people, and so they right. they kind of say we're going to stick with this color scheme, and it's usually like all black. Or mm-hmm. then they'll be like, oh, we'll mix it up and do black and white. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about throwing in some reds in there? And the guys are like, can we wear color? No, no, no. you cannot. <laughs> um, you still stick with your black tuxedo, white shirt. Black bow tie. But but the, the, the thing that, that is important to know, and I'm, I'm going to let you get to, to telling the, the actual story. I'm just trying to set the table here. Okay? Yes. Um, the, the thing that is, that, that's important to know is that when you are part of an ensemble, your goal is to have that similar look across the board. I was watching um, a clip from Kirk Franklin, What You Looking For um, concert, mm-hmm. and it's like, there's five sopranos and they're all wearing like jewel tone clothes. And then there's mm-hmm. five altos and they're wearing the same jewel tone clothes in the same order. And there's five tenors. They're wearing the same jewel tone clothes in the same order because you want to look like you're there on purpose. Right. right. And, and a co- cohesive unit. Right. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to have a big native American medallion right in the middle of your <laughs> of your, of your denim shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make any sense. Um, so one of the things that's every year, the, the choir director gets, gets to do is remind ladies that this is not the time to show off all of their costume jewelry. (laughs) This is the time to blend in and be part of the choir Uh to look nice. How you dress. We want you to look nice individually, but it's also uh, just as, if not more important, to look nice cohesively as a group, which mm-hmm. means you can't wear the flashy stuff. So now yeah. the table is set, and I'm going to let you go ahead and and serve the meal. So one of the rules, if you've never been a part of a of a large group like this, you have to be very specific. You can't just say, no big costume jewelry. You have to be specific. Say, I don't want this. No red jewelry. No whatever. No flashing jewelry that's battery operated. That actually had to be said um, by Pastor Dan when he was still a worship pastor and and choir director. So, (laughs) and then you've got, so that you've got one group of people who have to, hear it very specifically said, this is what you cannot wear. And then you have another group of people who are helping you enforce the rules and they're going to enforce them down to a T and they are going to follow every rule 
They're going to cross every T, dot every I, period. And they might also let you know who else is not following the rules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes. Yes, they will. Maybe. Possibly. Sometimes. Definitely it happens happen. every time. <laughs> every time. So one of the rules this this particular year, and I don't know, this is what, six years ago? Seven years ago? It's been Something a minute, like that. yeah. And we had said you can wear silver jewelry, gold jewelry, or black jewelry. Like it can have a black chain and then it can have diamonds and, and, and uh, like gemstones in it, but they just need to be normal size, not like a huge gemstone, not a big old ruby or something. And I don't remember if we specifically said pearls. We probably did. We probably said no pearls because that's just a different look. And a lot of, people would come to the Saturday rehearsal in their dress for that evening for the performance because they didn't want to change between rehearsal and the performance. So this one, (laughs) this one lady uh, was her name. (laughs) You said it. I'm leaving it in. (laughs) No, you are not. You have to bleep that. Okay. 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 You promise? Seth. Of course I promise. (laughs) Andrea. Of course, you I promise. You told me. Of course, okay. I promise. Gosh, I don't trust you. <laughs> so this one particular lady shows up and What's she's her wearing name? her... I'm not saying it again. She's wearing her, her black outfit. And then she is wearing a strand of pearls. And these are not normal size. If these had been normal size pearls, it probably would have been fine. Yeah. These were Wilma Flintstone, like, inch wide pearls. Like, a whole strand of them, like... 20 of them around her neck. Big old, big old pearls. So then we have a lady who is helping us. And she's she is helping us police what we're wearing, making sure that women are not showing too much cleavage, not showing too much leg, that they're wearing what they're supposed to be wearing. <laughs> and she sees the pearls and she says, you can't wear those. Now, I will... I will be honest, at this point, I am not in the choir loft. I am down on the floor in the sanctuary because I'm doing my double duty. I'm not just in the choir. I am also working. And I was making some notes, and I get a text message (laughs) from my friend, Jacqueline, and it says, "Uh, we got F-bombs flying around up here. (laughs) And I'm like, and I look up. (laughs) at her and she's her eyes are about as big as the pearls yeah. and she's like um and i'm like what's happening and so then i see the woman in the pearls storming out and i guess she didn't take too kindly to being told that she couldn't wear her pearls and she said if i can't wear my effing pearls i'm not going to sing and she got up and walked out in the middle of our saturday rehearsal about Roughly three hours before the Saturday night performance. Now, now here's, here's the thing that kind of blows me away about this, right? She's mm-hmm. been working for four months on this music. Yes. Yes. And yeah, that, that, and, and but no, I'm going to wear, I'm going to wear these pearls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, she didn't say effing. She said the word. What? Say it. I'll bleep it out. I'm no. <laughs> I don't say that word. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'll call somebody else to say it. Oh, 
<laughs> I got a few people you could call. <laughs> so, okay. So, so then I get a text message from her after she's gone, by yeah. the way. Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah. She texted me and said, I left. Could you please make sure that my husband gets his meal box, his sandwich box? She left <laughs> just hanging. She did. No, she texted me and asked me to make sure that he got his sandwich. So she then can't text, she can't text her own husband and be like, hey, make sure you feed yourself. Well, she probably did that, too, but he needed, I guess, a little extra help. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So then this was taking taken to Brent in the middle of rehearsal. He's trying to rehearse choir, rehearse yeah. orchestra, rehearse st- strings. And he he was not happy. And he gets on the phone with this woman and says, you need to get back up here. Because if you don't sing, you will regret it. Now, that sounds like he was threatening her. He didn't mean it as a threat. No. He just meant you're going to regret not being a part of this. Yeah, you weren't and letting for four months. The fa- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she showed up. She still had her pearls on. She wore them both nights. Wow. That that Christmas indeed was a very special Christmas. <laughs> like that's true. Speaking of a very special Christmas. You guys, this song right here. This is the reason to buy the album. Yes. Absolutely it is. It's just, it's so smooth. It's just so smooth. Hey, do you know, does he play organ on this too? He sure enough does. Oh my goodness gracious. So in in about a minute when he says, come on, play it, he's talking to himself. Oh, yeah, well... That, you know, real players, that's how they are. Come on, player. They're talking to themselves. You better play it, player. <laughs> better play it. So um, I'm not going to play any more of that because you that's all you need. Go get the album for that. Yes. Um, yes. That I, song. So good. I, now I need to um, I need to introduce you to uh, a little thing called Beatbox. Now, some people... <laughs> Uh, may may be aware of this, may not be aware of this. This is going to be the, the the song that is the most pentatonics that you're going to get. Okay. Yeah. But the guy who's uh, spitting beats right now, right here. Yes. <laughs> he's the same guy that made this music. Yeah, we're not ending the show. No, we still got more nope. stuff to do. But don't 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 stop the don't stop the podcast yet. So Connor is uh, it, he made our theme music, and uh, all of a sudden he shows up one year and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna beatbox for Drummer Boy." Like, what? You're you're doing what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he shows up in this red velvet. I'm like, so Dude. smooth. <laughs> Dude, so smooth. Oh my goodness, man! You're 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 gonna have girls throwing numbers at you. What are you doing? Uh, 
So, so just a solid, just a good arrangement too. I'm going to kind of get into mm-hmm. uh, a little bit further where you can kind of hear. All right, all right, all right, all right. We can't, we can't give, we can't give it all away. Mm. Can't give it all away for sure. For um, sure, you guys. This song they performed this at the Christmas concert last year, and it it was everybody's favorite. Yeah, everybody's favorite. Including they loved mine. it, In- including, including mine. mine. Yeah, yes, it was um, so good. Oh, just I just love it. I'm I need to go listen to it again. And then I think now. this next song is the one that you're on, right? Oh, come all you faithful. Yes. All right. So what's great about this is the video that that comes with it because you can mm-hmm. actually see this was all done on an on an acoustic grand piano. Mm-hmm. So that that plucking sound is actually plucking the strings of the piano. Um, so everything that you're hearing here is like natural in the room. Also, it makes me sick how good Braylon was in that little lick. Mm-hmm. And it's just that that's, you know, let me see. She's, she's her 11. father's daughter. She, she's 11 when she records that, you know, mm-hmm. just murdering it. So that rubbing is actually rubbing the inside of the piano. The mm-hmm. the pounding is actually a pounding on the piano, like on the, on the body of the piano. So, I mean, everything is done very much acoustic in the moment uh just really really well done is that you that's me oh that's not you though right that's that's me no that's that's camilla Camilla grace Grace. yeah yeah okay yeah so fantastic uh fantastic arrangement watch the video and then um can we just i don't know i feel like this was both a duh song and also mm-hmm. unfair because of how good it is. This is who would imagine a king. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from the preacher's wife, right? Yes, it is. That you haven't seen? That I haven't seen, yeah. Always that little angels are special So smooth, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the album ends up with a instrumental piece with acoustic guitar and flute. And it's just good musicians playing well. Mm-hmm. It, 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 that's the only thing, I mean, this, that's the best way that I can describe it. It's good yeah, musicians it playing well. It just is, yeah. This is James and Mary Worth. Yes, that's right. these are actual musicians right you can hear the breaths you can hear the plucking Mm -hmm. you can hear it's just it's just really really well done and that's kind of how it rounds out uh so i'll kind of pull this down and we can kind of talk since it is instrumental we don't really have to yeah pull it out all the way so 
what what do you think? I mean, does this one does it invoke the correct memories for you as being a part of of the um, of the productions over the past sixteen years? Well, yeah. I mean, we're doing there, there are several several songs on there that we've done yeah. in productions. In fact, just about all of them have been performed at one point or another, or. <laughs> We got music playing. I can't cut this. What are you doing? What are you, this is not my fault. This is your fault. What I'm are sorry. You doing my hair is hair? very wispy right now and it's looking terrible. It's late. Honestly, you guys, I'm <laughs> we sometimes I wish you guys could see the video of our, <laughs> or there's a good, there's a reason this is a podcast. Let's just put it that way. All right. I just took um, a screenshot. Maybe we'll post that one. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, yes, this, it, this album is great. And Absolutely, you should get it. I think we mentioned earlier that it's a part of a bundle yeah. that's going to be available. Yeah, where there's Brent has some um, <laughs> Brent has uh, an entire album of hymns that he that he's recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, when he said like, "Oh yeah, this guy in Nashville, Christopher Phillips, played the piano," I'm like, "I went to school with Chris. Like we had multiple classes together. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, that." cool um yeah he's as good as brent is he was right to get chris to play it that's how good chris yeah. is um, well, and you know the those piano tracks were recorded like 12 years ago yeah yeah i get so it so this he's been kind of been sitting on this album and um it's just it's just so cool that he's he's finally getting a chance to release it yeah so and, um does it, does it, after listening to it this week, did it kind of get you in that Christmas mood? Like, does it feel, does it feel good to listen to this album? It does. It really it, does, It right? does. So this week I'm, I'm actually, I've been at the church some getting the Christmas trees in the yeah. sanctuary up and it's just so weird that I'm doing this and I'm, there's not like a million other people around getting, you know, getting our lights up and uh, getting an LED wall or whatever else that we usually do, but being able to listen to the music and while I'm, while I'm putting up the Christmas trees, it kind of helped soothe the sting a little bit. Cause there's a little bit of a sting that we're not having a Christmas concert this year. I always love it. It kicks off December in such a wonderful way. And you know, it, there's just a lot of disappointment in the year of 2020. And so being able to listen to this album kind of, soothes soothes that a little bit so yeah i'm happy about it yeah well i i think that it sounds great and especially when we juxtapose (laughs) it to voices of fire and how that you know that concert sounded to to have this and and to just have it sound the way it sounds it sounds fantastic um i uh i personally would like when i when i load all this in and I I'm probably going to build my own playlist and put it in a different order because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I just personally, I like to kind of mix, uh, mix styles a little bit more. Right. And, mm-hmm. and I might, I'm just might throw these out of order for myself. Um, but if you get it and you listen to it, you're going to be happy. You're going to be happy that yeah. you did. 
Um, get it with the bundle. You know, anything that that you actually do spend on goes back to like more recordings and that that type mm-hmm. of stuff. And so, um, and it's kind of kicking off really something that we think is going to be a long term thing, where it's like you you know yeah. Hillsong music, you know. Bethel, you know, you, you know, gateway, you know, these big, um, you know, music, uh, production kind of what, what I want to say labels, labels essentially. So to have Bethesda music be a thing, like you should definitely get this and be part of like history, like, cause it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. Um, absolutely. So, uh, all right. Well, um, I think that we just do a hard transition and we check into the Babylon Beehive. Can we do that? Let's do it. Oh, no, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! New Dave Ramsey Inspiration Cube insults you when you try to buy something on a credit card. Now, you may have seen Joel Osteen's Inspiration Cube that plays a series of soothing messages. Well, not to be outdone. Dave Ramsey has released his own Inspiration Cube that plays a series of brutal insults for when you're tempted to buy something on a credit card. Press a button on the cube and Ramsey will absolutely tear you to shreds for trying to buy things that you can't afford. The cube uses advanced technology connecting to your Wi-Fi network and detecting when you try to spend over your budget. That's just stupid, the the cube shouts when it detects credit card usage. What a moron. What are you thinking, dummy? You can even go to sleep uh, to the cube, and Ramsey will serenade you to sleep by shouting, stop buying things you can't afford throughout the night. Dave Ramsey Inspiration Cube is just $99, payable in enveloped cash only. (laughs) Hey, have you ever done Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University? Yes, I I have done it. I sat through, I think, maybe one session of Financial Peace University at Bethesda. But then this year at my current job, they actually paid for everybody in the company to be enrolled in the Smart Dollar Program for for Dave Ramsey. And so um, we we still are. And and we have paid off in 2020, in the middle of COVID pandemic, with a pay cut, our company has paid off. I want to say between fifty and sixty thousand dollars in debt. Wow, that's crazy. Company wide, yeah, that's great. So, yeah, well, it's that's I what mean, happens you when know. you act your wage. Oh, no, not the beach. <laughs> your wage. Not the beach. I, yeah, I got it. Thanks. Your wage. Um, <laughs> what's your not for me this week? Um, my not for me is the fact that my arms look like I was attacked by a cat because of fake Christmas trees. I am all scratched up. That's, I, I don't have anything else. That's my only not for me this week is that that I am all scratched. (laughs) I think it's okay to say that uh, Christmas trees are not for us this week. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause, uh. My, 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 my little man, Jonathan, he was helping me put up a Christmas tree and, uh, he was trying to get something worked out with the plug and, uh, and he goes, and I hear him just, I'm kind of, I'm on the other side of this tree. It's a nine foot mm-hmm. tree. I can't see this cat. And, right. uh, he, he's like, ah, ah, ah. And I kind of, I kind of, I think that he's unplugged the plug and like he mm-hmm. touched the, you know, touched the thing and he like buzzed Got himself. a little shock. Mm-hmm. And I said, what's going on? He goes, I poke myself in the eye. Take me to the emergency room. Just like that. And I was like, like Jonathan is drama, but he's not that level of drama. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's never right. asked to go to the emergency room before. So after a couple minutes, we realize this is bad. We take him to the emergency yeah. room. He's got a scratch cornea. It's right in the middle of his eyeball, like right in the pointiest part, right in the middle of, mm. of your, of, of where, where you actually see out of it's, it wasn't just like kind of on the side, you know what I'm saying? It was it's right in the middle. Yeah. And, um, but the good thing is that eyes heal really quickly. So mm-hmm. 24 to 48 hours from the time that like you have, uh, like a, a scratch on your cornea, you're, fe- you're typically feeling better. She's kind of managing the pain between then. So that was Saturday, uh, this past Saturday. And, uh, so that made Saturday night a really long night. Cause yeah. you know, that's a pain that doesn't go away when you're sleepy. It gets worse, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, but there was this thing about him being in the truck going somewhere. He felt like, okay, I'm taking action, sitting up. There wasn't any pressure, you know, as much pressure on it. And he was able to fall asleep. So I drove to Gainesville, which is like, just like you could, you, from Gainesville, you can spit into Oklahoma. So I essentially drove to Oklahoma, you know, uh-huh. um, so that he could like fall asleep and then turned around and drove home. Uh, so that was Saturday night. Um, and then Sunday he didn't get better. So we had to take him like we, he's like started to his fever kind of start, not fever, but like his temp started going up and, uh, it was really bad and swollen started getting red. We're like, Oh, we can't have an infection. So mm-hmm. went back to the ER that whole thing that night we, I drove to Decatur. So that was fun. Monday went to go see a specialist. That was fun. Um, and so it's just been, it's just been that, um, and so he he was off of school Monday. He was off of school Tuesday, supposed to go back. And I'm going to brag. I'm going to brag on my little dude right now mm-hmm. is that he, I said, do you want to go back to school tomorrow? And he goes, yeah. I was like, okay, well, I just, I just needed to know. So I know what to get ready for, for your school. And then I had work to do, right? So I go upstairs and I'm thinking, you know, if he doesn't get it done, his teacher's not going to be upset. You know, this isn't mm-hmm. like, he's not home-based learning. He's out sick, you know? Right. Uh, it's a different, it's a different thing. And, uh, I come downstairs and he's got his clipboard and all of his work in his bed. And he's like watching TV, doing his math, like doing math facts, you know, just meh, you know, I'm like, okay. 20 minutes later, I look, he's in the dining room at his desk area Mm -hmm. with all of his work. He went and grabbed all of this stuff and he's like, yeah, I'm getting ready for school tomorrow by himself. Didn't ask for help. Just like, this is what I'm going to do. Like I can see I'm going to look. And so it's great. I was, uh, you know, I had planned on, um, maybe getting a a surgical procedure done, like a LASIK or something, you know, I was going to, I was planning something Mm -hmm. for the end of the year to try to take advantage of leftover flexible spending account money. And then we went to the ER twice. So I don't have any of that left. So, um, I'm just not (laughs) Not really, I'm not feeling Christmas trees because, uh, they, they attacked my friend. But also they attack my son's eyes. They attack so son, yeah. Screw you well, guys. Good Christmas little man. Trees. I'm yeah. I'm glad that he's feeling better. Yeah. I saw saw your picture. I saw the like therm was it like a thermal picture or something? No, no, that's the that's the fluorescent drops that they put in to find oh, the scratch. Yeah. And then they do a blue light on it. And they're usually you're looking at for like a hairline thing. You saw that mm-hmm. was like the whole area. Yeah. And that was the Bless second day. That wasn't the first day. That, it, oh. that was after it already healed. Yeah, because I I've had a scratch cornea before, but it was not anywhere near what yeah. what he experienced. I then I did have an allergic reaction to the drops, so that was a whole other thing. But <laughs> the cornea itself was was it it is a fast healing. It was just yeah. a couple of days, but well, man, I saw here, that. Oh, here's the thing: 
when Jill was his age, mm-hmm. she was in the play zone and somebody was pointing and said, Jill, look. And she turned and like scratched her cornea in the play zone. Mm-hmm. And she was with the same teacher, right? <laughs> like um, <laughs> that Jonathan has now and had to be out because of a scratch cornea. So we're like, we promise we're not trying to do this, you know? We're um, not doing this ourselves. That's weird. But Jill like pulled her mom aside and went, Hey, mom. Jonathan's doing way better with this than I did. Oh, <laughs> so, that's so funny. That's, that's such so, a sister thing to say. Yeah, she's she was she was good, and he was sweet. Just like I'm so sorry, Daddy. I'm so sorry. Like, but once we once we all got some sleep, we were all fine. Yeah, we 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 were all fine. All right, that's a show. Yes. That's a show. And listen, that's like two shows in one. We did like Voices of Fire and a new album. You're, you're definitely getting your time's worth. Oh my gosh, I just mm-hmm. saw the time. Where, yeah. <laughs> so Sorry. I'm, sorry. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll edit it down. I'll take out all the times that Andrea said the F word. Um, right, because there were a lot of them. Yeah. Well, and because it's important that I do that, because the thoughts and opinions of this show are not the final word, dear listener. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions about anything that that we've talked about today. Also, I want to yes. say that the thoughts and opinions of Seth and Andrea do not reflect uh, any church that we are associated with or any business that we may work for. <laughs> so. That's good. Listen, you guys, we're just trying to protect ourselves in yeah. 2020. That's yeah. all. Yeah. That's all. Um, don't forget to like, follow, and comment on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's right. And for every comment that you leave us on Apple Podcast, we will give uh, $1 to a, uh, a local charity or ministry. Yes. And remember, the greatest compliment that you could ever give us is to tell a friend to listen to this episode and then subscribe for next week because we're going to be back with a fun new episode next next week. We, we sure are. It may be a movie review. We may jump into the cage match. I don't know. But whatever it is, it's going to be fun. And we'll be here. Until yes, then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. Hey, should I watch the uh, the uh, Great British Bake Off show? Is that a good show? You know, I have not watched any of this season, but I used to watch that show and I I kind of liked it. So, all right. I might, I, I'm at the hotel, so I may turn that on. And I'm still recording. I may leave this in. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>